0: D20 Radio, your game 20
1: You're listening to Shared Sagas, an Australian RPG actual play podcast. This podcast features adult language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised.
2: Greetings and welcome to Shared Sagas. This is going to be session 13 of our Waterdeep Dragon Heist campaign. My name is Tom, I will be your friendly DM slash GM as per usual. Let's go around the table and meet our awesome players and their equally awesome characters.
1: Hi, my name is Nadia. I am playing Jez Locke, who is a half-elf rogue and twin to Nick Locke, who will be very shortly.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm Sam. I play Izzy, a rock gnome wizard.
4: I'm Nick, playing Nick Locke. He is a saucy fellow. A
5: saucy fellow, okay good. It's an Unearthed Iconic class. Hi, I'm Ben, I'm playing Lyle half halfling trickster cleric, uh, we of Tymora. Excellent. Hi, I'm Mark, I'm playing
6: Hurth. hearth
0: Hurst?
6: You're playing, you're playing Hedgeharth? I'm playing Hurst, <laughs> heth <Heth-huth>. half <laughs> bit I'm playing Hurst, who's a half-orc
2: druid. Fantastic. So, When we left our intrepid explorers last time, lots of things are going on, lots of things to be worked out. You had just had a skirmish with a bunch of devils in the basement of another devil, Vincent Trench, aka Kitty Man.
0: Kitty Man!
2: (laughs) And, right! Now, (gasps) You were just about to take a bit of downtime, but there were a couple of little things you wanted to wrap up before you did so. It's an early spring morning as you walk back out onto the Market Square. Once again, you are greeted by the absence of a large number of stalls and musical performers that used to be at this junction Mm. as, of course, the terrible, terrible fireball occurred. So, as you're making your way back to Trollskull Manor, you recall a couple of quick things just to refresh your memory. So, you had just made an agreement that Vincent Trench was is going to be visiting you at Trollskull as you make your way home, which is only a block away. Just to recap really quick, so Vincent Trench is gonna be coming over to possibly talk about an alliance to help Mm -hmm. take down this devil cult. Separate to that, you know that you have got the Stone of Galore and one of the stones. There are two that you do not have mm-hmm. and will require if you're going to follow through with your plan. You had decided that, yes, you are going to go for this plan. You are going to work with Bregan mm-hmm. in a very casual manner. Maybe a very, I don't know, information share, mm-hmm. but not really give everything away to them situation. Mm-hmm. A couple of appointments, midday today for lunch, the Castellanters, some of the most powerful uh, nobles in all of Waterdeep, mm-hmm. who Vincent Trench just told you, according to him, are actually the head Of the devil cult Yes uh, Which is You know Something that you were Tossing up between and had an entirely.
5: They were on the list of people that were potentially in the mm-hmm. cult, but mm. they were also nah, philanthropists who um good leaders of the community, according to research conducted by the
2: Exactly mm. right. It was kind of a 50 50 thing, because on the one hand, yes, they're incredibly powerful, incredibly rich. They're one of the top five nimble families in all of Waterdeep and a very well connected and powerful one because they are literally the money. They are, the, they are yeah. all banking, mm. most of, sorry, banking and money lending that occurs in the city. And we all know that people with banks and with money and power are quite happy happy to stay at the
4: exact level of money and power mm. that they have exactly right they don't want anything they, more. they've already won
2: <laughs> they've already won they had the sudden reversal of fortune they have a lot of tiefling servants apparently which is really the, racist on which is the only sort of superficial reason that, that you believe that the uh, Xanathar guild put them on the list in the first place as it turns out there are supposedly better reasons to believe that they are in fact the uh, head of the devil cults. well but, Vincent genuinely thinks
4: they are yes he might
2: be wrong he could be wrong he is telling the
4: truth. Yes. We know for a fact that he's telling the truth that he knows, including that he Mm wishes to help and everything. Yeah. That was determined by a series of roles um, last week. But yeah, so he thinks they are. He could
2: be wrong, but you know, he's not lying to us. And so supposedly the devil cult had sent, well, devils, to his home because he has an artifact that can be used... Yes, that can be used mm. to effectively change the target of damnation, which is a pretty big thing. Getting Such a re- it, yes, getting getting out of a you know a, a doomed contract with uh, any of the lords of hell, particularly Asmodeus himself, is not something to be done lightly. You know that you, you sorry, you suspect that the Xanathar has one of the eyes of Golor still. Mm-hmm. Where the other one is, you don't know. Did the Devil Cult have it? Did the Zents have it? Has it swapped hands a couple of times since this whole shit began? Who knows? The point is, you need to find that out. But just to go back to the Castlanders for a second, they invited you to lunch. You need to decide whether you're going to go there, uh, and if so, whom is going. And the other thing, of course, is, well, as a slight aside, you have to decide what, if anything, you're going to do about Grandmother Death.
5: Well, as far as I'm aware, we still haven't been bloody well told about Grandmother Death. Well, possibly not, no. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um... Nix told Jez. I told
5: Jez. Okay. So Jez, oh. has,
1: Jez is aware of it. She hasn't really talked about it.
5: Yeah. Um, we had a whole thing where I asked if there was anything left on the table and I, was, I wasn't ignored. I was mocked. Or oh, okay. we lied to you. We, yes, we you didn't did. ignore you. We yes, outright lied. <laughs> yes. And, count, and as a counterpoint to that, I have decided to break faith with the party and inform the uh, inform the Harpers that we had the Stone of Arboleth. Oh,
2: oh, yeah, That's Ooh. Right. That's right. Yes. Correct. Mm. Absolutely. Very important. Very, very important we, we didn't want that widely known. So. No, exactly so. Oh my, inter party tension. Mm. Speaking of which, Jez has a date with Jarl Axel this evening on his boat.
3: Oh right. Oh, yeah. hey, what's the
2: name of the boat? There are three. That the the, the main one is the, I it was uh, the
1: heartbreaker.
5: The heartbreaker. The heartbreaker, okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh I was, God! I was talking about the adventure <laughs> this is
1: a good omen <laughs> yeah.
5: I was talking about the adventure with a friend and what the ship name was because I think it was the Curth in uh, the books that Lexel ended up taking
2: oh interesting no 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 so there's three there are, there are three grand ships that are based on nicknames that Lexel has the Hellraiser the Heartbreaker and I can't remember the third one collectively they're called the Sea Maidens Fair that, yeah. and that's his whole carnival that he's mm. got set up under that yeah. under that alias so as we begin our scene today you are walking through the f- still fog shrouded streets in this early spring morning there is almost nobody else out and about even Tabitha is not poking her head out of a window for once
5: and so go all right one eye with the Xanathar who know where we live or if they don't they will soon with Gilda working for them. It seems like only a matter of time before they're going to be knocking on our door. Or Grindr, sorry. Let's knock on their
4: door first. Possibly with our feet.
5: Hmm. We do have information about where the Sanathar's lairs are located, outdated as it might be. But we still have a concern in the form of that Mind Flayer. There's something about the Mind Flayer. Uh, someone else had an interest in the party. Uh, well, not not necessarily just Nick here
2: so a couple of things just to refresh your memory first of all supposedly Yagra had a plan of her own to infiltrate the Xanathal mm. Lair and was shut down by her superior by Davul Starsong mm. who was the head of the Doom Raiders that sub-faction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he didn't want to get involved in this whole turf war he said no don't don't follow this lead I don't care how good mm-hmm. your plan to get in is but mm. supposedly she had a really good plan and was trying to drum up some support however that you know never panned out because she didn't have her superior's approval secondly to that Nihilor, the mind player, has supposedly been uh you know breeding these intellect devourers to mm. supplant his own little band of spies under his control Was so it so grandma
1: death that wanted the mind or something like that oh,
2: i no. i offered the mind
4: head in your place yeah she wanted a notable head to lay the blame of her grandson death at um, she knows it's you but she didn't really care about her grandson it's more about appearance's sake and I offered to her that the Illithid's head might be a worthy substitute for your own kind of paying you a compliment but you weren't there so you don't know it <laughs> N-
2: so just <laughs> so, y- so you're aware Nialor yeah. is one of the Xanathar's main lieutenants mm. and so she being a member of the Zentarim would yes. be like yeah that's great cool yeah. Awesome. That's, I, I would honestly, he's more of a threat to me than this, you know, thief that runs a
5: tavern. I don't give a shit, really.
2: That's uh,
1: very offensive. But, well, but,
2: <laughs> but you can see where she'd be coming
1: from yeah. in her
5: in her arrogant position. Also, uh, that's an, maybe. that's just a win-win situation. I, yes. think,
1: I think it rather is. Um, how doable is it to take down one of these tentacly dudes?
2: Well, that depends. To fight one openly might be rather difficult. Maybe possible. But I believe that you may perhaps have had more of an assassination in mind yeah. than a straight-up street fight.
1: I I have a little bit of an idea. Okay. One way that we could approach that, um, and then I'll kind of posit this in character, is if we do want to knock out Nihiloth, present the head to Grandma Death and get me off death's row. What we could do is, now that we've got this rough alliance with Braga and Death, grab some of that smoke powder, maybe set up a bit of a trap.
4: Possibly get some potions of mind shielding. I know they have weird mind powers within their tentacles. Mm-hmm. We could probably afford to kid ourselves out. Hell, maybe even we can bargain with Braga and Death to provide them for us in return for removing a thorn from their side. It's definitely a definitely a threat to them. As <clears throat> a mutual thing. We won't ask for any of their help, but if we can shield ourselves against his mind control influences keep his tentacles out of our heads as it were Mm. we'd have a set of that with smoke
2: powder an ambush cunningly laid we might well stand a chance. Break on death does seem very keen to work with you, mostly to have you do stuff for them. And, this uh, would count. Providing you resources is probably something that they are both willing and very able financially to do. Yeah. not
5: wanting to get involved with the faction wars, we have seemed to firmly land our feet in the camp of break on death.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Also, I wonder whether it would just be... To take a Mind flare, I've heard, is a level of infamy reserved for trying to take down a beholder or trying to take down a dragon I wonder if it would just be easier on us if we took the fight to grandma death herself why not both I'm sorry yes. did you just suddenly quantify the number of people that we're going to be ambushing by 100%
0: <laughs>
4: yes <No>. um, <laughs> I may have left out part of the grandma death story and we're probably gonna have to end up killing her anyway as her name uh... as her name befits her it is worth noting... Squid face at the first. What did you leave out, Nick? Um, I'll tell you later. But first of all, squid face.
2: I think that's a good plan. <laughs> deal with Grandma Death at the time. Later. It is also worth noting that you have got a good 10 day or so before you need to present Grandma Death with an answer. Also, you will be able to get more information in your downtime. Mm. One of the things you can do in the downtime is just basically just you know do some rolls to effectively information gather. This is part of a the whole thing. You've got a couple of little directions that you can go. You don't have all the answers. All I really need to know is, a couple, before we do the downtime, and you can get into some research and some prep heist style, is, do you want to go to the lunch with the Castellanters? Are you are you agreeing to meet with them, or
5: not?
1: What would we get out of the Castellanters conversation?
5: Confirmation that Vincent Trench isn't trying to, uh, trick us. I know he's not, but whether his information is accurate or not is a different matter. This is also true.
4: Perhaps my vote might be, for what it's worth, one-fifth, that we hold off on the Castellanters for now until we've dealt with Grandma Death and the Illithid. We might know more by then.
5: Well, it would behoove us not to make any uh, Mm. long-term plans for our future, if if we mean to follow through Mm -hmm. on this.
4: It also occurs to me that presenting Grandma Death with the head of the Illithid would also be the perfect ambush point for her, too. They would almost certainly expect an ambush. That's true, but I mean, I think she's the kind of person who Mm. always expects an ambush. At least this way. I mean, she might be slightly off guard that we've done what we said, and we actually, she will know that what we say is true, that we've killed him, so she'll at least seem like We've done the hard part If yeah. that makes sense She might be slightly Less off on guard
5: Than she would be otherwise I say gesturing Emphatically like this let's, <laughs> That's good podcasting Let's Good, good podcasting Let's take this Alright let's take this To the meeting room And I'm going to talk about This a little bit further I am not by any means Convinced that us trying to um, do anything with Nihilor is in this group's best interests.
2: To the meeting room! You make your way back to Trollskull and to the, the the Speak Freely Tavern. The Speak Freely Tavern is open for breakfast, and the smells ah. of some beautiful food are already wafting to your nostrils as you enter. You can see in the corner table, Carline is still there doing her taxes and the taxes of other nobles throughout the city. You have got uh, you have Yagra in the mm-hmm. corner, who is actually currently in an unusual conversation because she is currently talking to Nalmo, Raz, your Harper contact They are hunched forward and talking excitedly while uh, delving into topics in a very sort of clandestine manner. Additionally, in the corner you can also see Grandma Death (laughs) Ah! She is there, as is her tiefling manservant Mm -hmm. and just currently sitting there enjoying a nice cup of tea
5: I've never laid eyes on Grandma Death, so no.
2: So she looks like an older Tilda Swinton. So imagine a very sharp-featured woman Ooh, okay. with pale skin and with a grey, almost white hair done up in a very large bun. Okay. So picture Tilda Swinton about forty years older and dressed up like the villain from uh, Cinderella. The, yeah. the, stepmother, the evil stepmother. stepmother. Yep, I know. With oh, the puffy, do that. the puffy Victorian sleeves, the yes. hair done up in a grand bun, with a couple of like a black
5: streak or something through it. Indeed. Yeah. So I imagine. Ooh
6: that one glance at like Hurst's face will probably tell you that the woman in the corner is someone that he is not a fan of. Indeed. The tiefling
2: the tiefling looks like essentially (laughs) picture like Dracula's driver like he has the full on brown leather duster a long broad you know old fashioned looking hat he has twin scimitars at his side and he's got sort of darkish blue skin and wicked tiefling horns of course as they all do. Mm. He sits there just behind her you know like a bodyguard slash manservant and occasionally topping up her tea when requested. And she just gives you a, a little careful smile when you...
1: I when... roll 16 to hide. <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. So as, as the group moves in, you duck away. Okay,
1: Jez slinks off into the shadows.
2: You do slink off into the shadows. Fantastic. So... I will approach
1: grandma
6: death. Yes, I will be uh, probably to the side and like just right behind you ready for
2: pretty much anything. <laughs> okay. Basically she just sort of sits there and gives you a little smile as you approach and she gestures to the to the chair in front of her and looks looks at all of you, the ones that she's not met before as well. Hello! We were just talking about your august personage. Oh, I say, how terribly flattering. My ears were burning, I thought. That's probably the tea. They always overcook it. Forgive the interruption, but I wanted to try your establishment first hand before I pass on the very, very good news to my patrons that you will in fact be taking up their very generous offer of purchase. Ah, yes, no doubt soon to be arranged because those lawyers!
4: Oh, the Paperwork, the red tape, the bureaucracy, our hands are
2: tied. So we've decided to attend the matter of the head first. I see. Well you have, she says gesturing to Carline uh, in the corner. You have one of the greatest accountants in the city. In fact, my patrons use her personally. She is uh, la- very good at bookkeeping and book wrangling when required. If you needed to escalate the rate of purchase for this place, I suggest you talk to her. Alas, accounting and lawyers and solicitors
4: and barristers have so many different fields. It turns out you cannot have a bookkeeper do soliciting. You need to have passed his Bar exam, and then there's the guild
2: of barristers who Kate and hate the guild of solicitors. The guilds it- are tiresome, I agree. Where is your sister?
4: I have no idea. Probably bathing in the mud outside,
2: that's her custom. She's. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: But the head I have no head for business But the business of getting a head is well underway We were just planning to bring you a rather Squiddy looking visage I see Quite the coup
2: for a Xantarum like yourself Yes well I've really recently discovered One of Nihilor's creations Within my own ranks Oh yes he's infiltrating you with
4: brains on legs
2: One of my most trusted enforcers Turned out to have an intellect devour within him (laughs) Sad (laughs) One of my most trusted enforcers turned out to be three intellect like devourers in her trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> so I would very much like to uh, insist that it is Niall Law and no one else. That, that was who we were planning. A tall fellow, tentacles for teeth.
4: Yes, has a little brain
2: on legs with him at all times. Recent events have altered my mind. <gasps> I suggest that you definitely, definitely should bring me nylor and then we are all good. That that's except a, for the Oh, except for the purchase. But that behooves you as much as anyone else. Twelve thousand gold are asking prices now. Hmm. And what would I do with that gold? Well I don't know. What would you do with the gold that you make from the tavern? I don't know. As successful as you are, it is more I don't I don't t- have this tavern for the gold. I see. Well, fortunately, I believe that those in your party who are more business conscious will be making most of the decisions. Well, uh,
6: unfortunately, it's a sort of a group agreement thing. I can understand that you're not used to uh, working in harmony with other people, so I can understand how this might be a bit confusing for you. There's just this sort of awkward silence. (laughs) I'm led to believe that you're more in favour of uh, servants rather than partners.
3: Yes.
2: Yeah. One way or another, everyone serves me.
3: Izzy's just looking around and, and, oh, 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 life needs something. Oh, they're going to go over there.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: Man, what's that, life? Sorry, I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's sure in accord. It's going to be Nihilor's head that we were planning. Um, I've got a real tip with the intellect of ours. It turns out if you shut a the door, they can't actually open it. <laughs> <laughs> Tried it, Worked wonders, so
2: locked doors all over, no more intellect ours in your lieutenant's head. Not even lying. So she sort of inclines her head and says, uh, Interesting. And uh, Lyle, are you there? No. You're not there. Okay, good. good, good. You, you have, you have uh, av- av- avoided this and have made yourself...
3: Life needs something. I must go now.
2: So she just she sort of sits there sipping her tea and says, uh, like, oh yes, well this place is very delightful. But yes, like, it's very
4: good though, unfortunately.
2: Very delightful indeed. That's what's really holding up the conveyancing
4: laws is the fact that we've got a ghost in residence. Turns out I'm not allowed to advertise a place that's haunted unless you can prove that it's a real ghost of inflating the Market value because of the tourism.
2: It's a bureaucratic nightmare. From behind, you hear a Rosalind? Oh, Rosalind! <laughs> oh, no. Grandma Locke walks over, and you see his look of sort of startled bemusement pass over Grandma Death's face. I should thank you to leave my first name out of this. Oh, Rosalind, I know you! She says, shuffling no. up and offering to pour us some more tea. Oh, it's been so long! You're <laughs> back in the game? Yes, begrudgingly. And uh, you as well enjoying your retirement. Oh no, I never really left, you know how it is. Oh look at you, with your pomp and fair. So fancy still, so very, very fancy. Still like the company of devils, you little devil worshiper. I'm not a devil worshiper. Ooh, all right, she says, like touching her nose. <laughs> And so she walks over and sits down, and you notice that Grandma Death that, uh, looks at the tea that she poured for her and says, <laughs> oh, Really? And then just like waves a, her ring over the tea. And then nothing happens. And she says, uh, Oh, you don't trust me even after all these years? Our relationship was never exactly cordial. Yeah, but fr- friendly rivals, though, friendly. I may have murdered your son, but you didn't like him very much at all. Did you a favor?
5: It's in the goddamn family.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. And and you're not the one to talk about such things anyway. Didn't you murder one of your sisters because she had a nicer doll than you? (laughs) In my defense, I wanted it. (laughs) And she takes a long sip of tea. And uh, the hearst hasn't moved. <laughs> genuinely <laughs> enjoying seeing her squirm a bit. I know when you make people uncomfortable, which is nearly always, so I'd very much like for you to, uh, to take this particular business meeting as done because I've got some things to talk to my children about. I think it might be time that you popped home. All right, listen, I'm going to, and she just sort of, uh, a rather sort of pained look passes over her face and she clutches her stomach and says, impossible. Myrene detects all poison. Oh, no poison, dearie. Medicine. (laughs) Good for you. Good for moving the bowels. (laughs) Quickly. The word explosive diarrhea is thrown around a lot these days. But <laughs> suffice it to say, you've got maybe a minute or two to get back home. So stay here and spell battle or move home before you explode in your drawers. Okay, well then she just sort of stands up and like clutches her stomach and like looks at her manservant whose hands sort of furtively go to his swords and uh, she just shakes her head and then walks outside and speaks a word and teleports, disappears in a flash. Her manservant just kind of sits there, looking awkwardly. Oh, you can go too now. <laughs> he just like, looks at you all and just gives some gesture similar to a shrug and then just turns and leaves rather quickly and stalks off down the streets.
1: Jez reappears very suddenly. <laughs> yes. And walks up to her granny and basically just picks her up in the middle <laughs> and lifts her up above her head and says and puts pops her back down on the floor. My bones! <laughs>
2: She's really starting to grow at me. <laughs> she says, now listen, let's talk about the serious matter here. You're not wearing your scarf.
1: Oh, um, it was, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's in my bag. It's very itchy. Uh, I mean, it's great. It's very nice. It's, but it's, uh, it's just, you know. And now you'll
2: be matching something like a uniform. She says, whipping out this ridiculously multicolored knitted sweater, which is very large and says, there you go. Holding it forward to Hurst. No. <laughs> It's beautiful, it would suit you so well. It's sort of a pink and an orange. (laughs) Like a of... she just (laughs) poisoned grandmother. (laughs) Damn, (laughs) scarf! I I, I, I just look like it's a sweater. sweater. It's like a shawl sweater thing. Can't wear
6: it, religious (laughs) reasons.
2: Oh, oh, I see, I see. Oh, that's a shame, that's a shame. Maybe it's an extra blanket then. I'll put it in your bed. She walks away.
0: So, so you, rude
2: the, That happens and Then you can see of course That life is just kind of Sitting there staring At this whole scene Obviously Yagra and Nalmo are still in the corner uh, They finish their meeting And Nalmo gets up And uh, shakes Yagra's hand And you know Kind of limps out As she does of course With her uh, prosthetic leg And I assume the rest of you Now go downstairs To your meeting room As per mm-hmm. arranged yeah? Fantastic. We cut to you all in the meeting room. The door is safely closed. So that was Grandmother Death's, in case if any of you were wondering. Necromancer, amongst uh... other
4: things. Mm.
0: Necromancer,
4: Right. definitely able to resurrect the dead. Uh, maybe not her, but has one in her employ. Mm,
5: good point, actually. Also has the ability to teleport.
4: Mm. Well, uh, she's obviously a spellcaster of some kind.
3: Oh, fantastic!
4: So she has agreed to our proposal of collecting the head
6: of Nihil. So oh, I think
4: we that's can one of us.
6: It. And I don't, did we tell? Did you tell them that uh, she wanted the? No. And uh, no. she also. Has said that she's going to buy out, buy into the tavern. Buy out,
4: yeah. buy yeah. out. Do
6: we have to sell it to an unnamed, unnamed investor who okay. wants it? I think you. I think for sure you haven't told me that then. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, she said that too. Wow,
0: this uh, is news. Uh, what?
6: Uh, uh, he Nick told me not to say anything. What?
1: <laughs> what? what?
6: Nick told him not <laughs> to say anything. No.
1: I think we might all be in agreement that we're not selling the tavern. Yes. Right. Yeah,
4: right. No. Precisely.
3: Then why were we not told? Because the this?
1: very next
6: morning, the marketplace exploded. Well,
3: there, uh, it, there was oh, no. Literally an also, hour
6: later. The fact was it was the choice between the head of the Illifed or Jez, and Nick wanted to hide the fact that uh, he actually cared for his sister enough to not want to kill her. That's
2: a vile lie. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you? know it. This begs <laughs> the question, of course. Who the fuck are Grandma Death's patrons, if not Manshoon? Because that she—if it was Manshoon, she would say it's Manchu. It's the head of this entire. Mm. And additionally, why do they want to pay twelve thousand gold for this tavern, which is about two to three times its real value? She I was—I was, was going to wonder about that. She like, also mentioned that this place has occult
4: significance.
6: Yes. Well, I mean, there was that whole—was uh, it an orphanage or something that was here?
2: Yeah. Yeah was a lot of oh, things
6: but, yeah there could be some sort of latent energy or something from that i guess i don't know look i don't do arcane magic so wizard could you There's i don't know
1: wizard. something to look at
6: in know uh, um can you investigate the arcane significance of he gestures sort of broadly around him all of this i like
1: this idea that hearst calls izzy wizzy because it's like wizard <laughs> oh, oh my god that's adorable
4: <laughs> <laughs> Please, make this happen. (laughs) Um, There's perhaps some investigations when we get a quiet moment.
3: There's been a couple of things, but it's been more the byproducts of said arcane... What's the word? Fuckery.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Alright, so, so before you do a downtime, we can actually look into all these matters because yes. it seems like more information is required uh, all I need to know, I guess at the present time is, is there anything else that you, you now that it's all come out about mm-hmm. grandma death and such which, uh-huh. is, which is which is good are you going to be meeting the Castellanters or sending them a polite refusal letter or a delaying letter?
4: It sounds like
1: polite refusal A polite delay Okay We also have uh, my saucy date to consider Yes, so. We
4: do, yes, indeed <laughs> Do the saucy well, date well, let's, <laughs> With the Castellanters eh? And my vote is for polite delay okay mm-hmm. what does everyone else like if we're totes interested, just not right now. We just had the marketplace explode yesterday. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll just give us give us a little, give us a week, give us a ten day or two. Sure, but okay. totes interested. Well, who who objects to that or has
3: a, a counter offer? In all honesty, okay. Izzy really isn't the type of uh, type of gnome to get into like intrigue. No, that's fair. I mean... Basically, you point them at a thing; they point, it blows up.
2: That's that is perfectly fair, particularly now with fireballs. So yes. not really one way or the other.
3: I they're going to leave it up to the people that. The Intriguers. The Intriguers. <laughs>
2: Lyle and Hurst, what are your thoughts? Yes, yes, no, or yes but
6: later. I mean, I don't do the fancy noble talk. Whoever would actually be doing the talking in that one would probably be better at making that choice.
4: I gesture at Lyle, it's probably gonna
6: end up
5: being us. You know?
4: I'm interested in what they have to say,
5: but just... Given that I'm not going to be involved in whatever happens with Niall, or I seem to have some free time available. I am past upset. It's good. We can all move on. Well, okay. Yeah.
1: Let's, let's attach this out. What? What do you want to talk about, Lyle?
5: It's funny that lock makes mention of the fact that it's been—it had been a mere hour after the marketplace exploded. It's also been within the same, just about that same period of time where we made our attempt on the Growlhorns, and both you and Nick left me alone inside that room, what well, is essentially to die, were it not mm. for the intercession of Bregg at of the Behest of Hurst and Izzy. And now I find myself thrust into another perilous situation without my consent, without any thought given to uh, what impact it might mean for the rest of the team. Right. Without any consultation that's taking place.
1: I don't say this terribly often, and um, I'd thank you not to let it leave this room, but I am sorry. That was not my intention, and I certainly think not my brother's either. We don't want you to feel as if you've been abandoned or as if you don't have a say in what goes on with this group. you do you're very valuable to us and I don't want you to feel like you're not because you're pretty great you're small but there's a lot of really good stuff in a small package
5: I guess it's not
1: <laughs> and she just kind of goes anyway, that's enough of that and claps him on the
0: back. <laughs>
5: Brilliant,
2: you may all have inspiration Okay, so awesome. who is writing the letter of uh, um, uh, refusal slash uh, rescheduling to the Castellanters? Knowing such things, uh, I think either Nick or like Do you want even... to
1: trust Jez with nope. it? <laughs> <laughs> Oi, right. No, you can't All no, no. right, we'll see you cunts later <laughs>
2: my, my suggestion because of the fact that uh, Carleen Inkfingers counts the Castellanters amongst her employers mm-hmm. that Nick and Carleen Inkfingers uh, do that together Mm. she first of all she's an actual scribe and no offence to Nick probably has much better handwriting and much more of a grasp Uh of the uh, formal interactions uh, and formal letter writing and you know, all, all those intricacies and so forth. Nick certainly knows the etiquette and the the phrasing of course will be his. But of course, Carleen being familiar with them as is Raina, uh obviously being mm, sort of peers. Uh, but Carleen deals with them more than he does because she's one of their one of their many many accountants and is such. Is Carline the girl Lyle has a crush on? Yeah. not well,
0: sure. they're, well, they're, oh, they're, 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 they're one
4: together one. with they've been checking yeah. up with for, By, by apology, <laughs> I will try to turn down my child Amén. No. So it's not making you seem bad by comparison. <laughs> oh, I,
1: I he's oh. doing you a, a real favour, not stealing your girl. <laughs>
6: it's real solid, and they go through that little punch on the arm.
1: <laughs> oh my god!
6: To be fair, I think anything he does makes you look good in comparison.
2: I'm working on. Of course, there's, there is also the possibility that you could ask Carleen anything that she, any information that she has about the Casalantes, because she, you know, literally deals with them. I imagine that she. I
5: don't know. Maybe. I'm happy to approach that subject. Yeah. Also, with the understanding that any letter that she's scribing doesn't contain whatever notary or seal or really much of anything else beyond handwriting yeah. that uh, indicates that she's working for us.
4: No, okay. it's not sent it from us. Okay, so we do that. Let's just say, look, in a couple of ten days. Very polite, as best we can. Just, like, really can't do it now. Bomb exploded okay. in our front yard.
2: Let, let's cut to, then, Nick and Lyle and Colleen and a little corner table in the tavern. And you've essentially told her about the, the situation Situation. And she looks quite flustered and says, Oh, um, are you uh, terribly certain that you that you wish to delay a lunch with them? They they don't often give invitations to lunch there are noble families who would eat their own offspring to get an invitation to lunch from the Castellanters are, are you entirely certain that you want to turn them down for lunch can,
6: can sorry can Hurst maybe I don't know maybe someone else can ask this just be like what would we oh you mean you know you can be there yeah, okay yeah. so uh, what would be the aside from not many people get to do this what would we get out of having uh, lunch with
5: them well I'm I'm more curious as to why the won't lunch with us in the first place
6: I think that's probably the same
2: question mm. I guess in a way yeah maybe I don't know
6: we'll
5: see
2: Carleen also said, because don't forget for, yeah. for her safety I've not shared really any of the, de- the greater details with her no about I don't her, want her in harm's or, way about anything and so as a result she doesn't know oh why what right. they've contacted you about all, yes. she, all you told her is that they've invited you to lunch and that we're politely
5: declining but I would Colleen what can you you've had some involvement with the castle answers I don't normally get to that side of town is there what's Giving you such concern?
2: Oh, simply that they are uh, so incredibly influential If they were to speak, uh, for example To their friends and circles about your tavern Well, I mean, their endorsement would be remarkable Also, I, uh, you know, it's just a very rare opportunity Uh, Whether you care particularly much about mingling with the nobility it Would certainly
5: be an experience But we still don't know why it is that the castle landers want to reach out to us in the first place
2: Well, absolutely, but I mean, aren't you, aren't you curious? You, you might not have an interest in this, but you've
6: probably heard some things. What, uh, I guess, uh, rumors go around about the Casalantis?
2: Oh. Uh, well, I mean, s- rumours and so forth. I mean, mo- mostly just the fact that one or both of them may be masked lords. That's a common one. Indeed. Because they are so very powerful. There are, you know, some that nay-say and say that they are part of this devil cult. But honestly, those rumours are thrown about, about just about every noble family of note. Yeah, well, I think we got that list.
6: That basically, I, in, in one column or another, had pretty much every noble family in town on it.
5: Castle is a question mark under the master lords.
2: They throw the most grand parties. No noble family in all of Waterdeep hosts parties as extravagant as theirs. Obviously, this is not endearing me to them personally, but okay. That's
5: fair enough. There's only so much interest, or there's only so many reasons why someone with the castle owners would have an interest in us, and it all seems, I think, to come back to our uh, town. Or maybe some of our investors. Potentially.
6: Or recent acquisitions. Ah, uh, that could also be
5: true. Um, yeah. But if the Castle Lancer's reputation for philanthropy is genuine, then the Castle Lancer and Raynar and Novarimbo would be in would be in lobster. Can
6: we ask Raynar about them? Has he said anything? I don't remember.
5: Not uh, as far as away, he hasn't. And as far as I'm aware, Rainer is still um, bunking with us. Oh,
2: hmm. he's, up, he's just upstairs. I might. Right. You guys you go to go sort this out. I'm, I'm going to go have a work with
5: Rainer.
2: Okay. Excellent. Well, so you walk upstairs, Hurst, and you see you know you, you knock on Rainer's door because he, he is adjacent to you. He's in the room that you're going to use as your dark room for mushrooms once he's once it's all died down and he can move out. So it, uh, real damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, He's in there currently just reading through some books. He says, oh, hello.
6: Yes. Hi.
2: Um, I have a
6: question for you. Certainly, yes. The Castellanters. Oh, uh, yes, of course. They have invited us to have lunch with them
2: or tea with them. but They've invited us to their house. He just looks at you like you've just said that the moon asked me to pop up and say hi. I'm, I'm sorry, you, as in your, your group? Yeah, no, not just me. That's (laughs) why.
6: I was hoping you would be able to help with that because we're kind of busy, but apparently this is a big deal, I'm finding out. I see.
2: Uh, it, well, it certainly is, yes. I mean, they are the elite of, no, of Waterhaven society. Yeah, see, people keep saying that, and it doesn't tell me anything. Well, it tells me that it's unusual for them to reach out to some mercenaries and tavern owners for a lunch engagement. I believe they might have some work for you. I mean, I kind of take offence
6: at the term mercenary, but I don't think it's entirely wrong. I,
2: I, I, I apologize. I, I actually, I, I assumed that that was your preferred title. Uh, adventurer. Heroes. He, I, I'm, he just, smiles awkwardly. I'm just trying to help people. I don't really care about what they call me. Very well. I suspect that they have some work for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, they, have, they had heard of my rescue at your hands. Perhaps that allows you some measure of trust with them. Mm. They they seem rather fond of me. We've always gotten along very well. I think it's because they were mostly friends with my father, who who was something of a peer of theirs one of the few nobles that was equal in status to them and that they got along with so you don't think that necessarily
6: we've had a lot of people invite us to do stuff that seems very nice and uh, then either try to or threaten to kill us do you know I don't remember her real name Grandmother Death Old Lady oh yes of course yeah she's also uh, Lady Silverblade I don't know if Nicholas Silverblade Rosalind, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The the uh, 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 Nick Lock might have not have mentioned this to you. He seems to be bad at telling people things. She wants, uh, I guess, vengeance for her like grandson or whatever, and also wants to buy out the tavern from us.
2: Oh. Yeah. Lady Silverblade wants to buy the tavern? Yes. Unusual? It's sort of,
6: uh, she's offering us uh, gold in one hand and has a metaphorical knife in
2: the other, if you know what I mean. Well, this is all very strange indeed. I... <sighs> I would be careful about all of this. I have no reason to distrust the castle but there is something almost too perfect about their nicety. They are either genuine, 100% genuine in their philanthropy and good natures, or they are some of the most cunning liars and de- deceivers that I've ever met in my entire life. Well, if they're as generous as everyone says
6: they are, they probably wouldn't be living in the biggest house in town, so hmm. i probably think that they're
2: up to something, you know? Yes, yes. I mean, believe me when I say, that, th- their philanthropy is inspiring even to, me, even to myself, but right. when it comes to percentage of wealth given, they, Still do all right, but could do a lot more of course. Okay, so
6: it's I I get I think I, I think I see what you're saying. Um I'm I'm gonna go back downstairs now.
2: He nods and says you, you eat anything? No, if you really? drink or if you if you do have lunch with them, please let me know. I would be fascinated to hear how that went. Would we? Is this the type of invitation where we could bring you along? I guess. Of course,
6: I am. I am, I am welcome in their home. That might be interesting. At, at the very least, like his. Hearst gestures at himself. I am not built. Or good at noble things. <laughs> so having someone there to sort of cover me and not let uh, other members of our group talk ourselves into a hole
2: oh. oh, yes. might well, be useful. Well, as I say, old family friends. I have a standing invitation to their home. and one of the few nobles that do. If you ever wanted to see them or really any of the nobles in Waterdeep, let me know. And I can certainly arrange a meeting if it would benefit you. One of the few things I can offer. All right. I will remember. Uh, thank you. Um, I'll draw a minute shut the cool no he he, he he gives a little <laughs> bow and shuts the door uh, yeah, Hurst,
6: Hurst goes back downstairs and sort of relays
5: all this to the people running the letter
2: okay great so yeah Hurst relays this to everyone and
5: uh, I started to rethink this notion of cancelling lunch yeah I yeah
6: I mean I just honestly at the very least I'd like to see what they have to say and I'd also like to take a look at the Try to think of the word Hurst would use what's the word that you're thinking the, I would like to get a feel for the atmosphere of their estate I'd like
1: to get a feel for the Atmosphere of their estate, if you know what I mean.
6: Do you mean you would like to get a feel for their golden candlesticks or whatever?
0: Yes.
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> there is a runner that appears at the door. A small girl, maybe 12 years old. You know, basically she's dressed like a page. Do we have a little soft cap and everything? Do we have anything resembling a
6: bouncer or a door
2: person? You no. do not. No. All right,
6: well, I think Hurst sort of defaults to that kind uh-huh. of role. I mean, your doppelgangers are perfectly
3: suited to... Oh, right, to we have the d- doppelgangers <laughs> <too>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but right. currently... is also around a lot too. That's also, very true. Also, That's very true. Also, we're very mindful that they don't really want to change shape from what they are.
2: No, 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 no. But, but they like, can stay in that shape and still beat some serious
3: ass. Yes, well, and, yeah. also,
6: and <laughs> yeah. also, like, if we're the owners and when no one is the owners. Like, I, I assume they will also just take the initiative. Yeah. Mm. What is my... Friend called? Again, I don't think I ever got her name.
4: Who I'm romantically entangled with of the doppelgangers? Oh, cool.
1: the Yeah, so
4: uh, so um. Oh, no, she's not the cook. She's she the, the cook's the young mind. one. No, bonnie. No, I'm, I'm not involved bonnie. with the older one,
2: the slightly yeah. more jaded. That that is in fact the chef. Yes. Bonnie. Yes. Oh, so bonnie, Oh, sorry, I've yeah. I'm you helping you said, Bonnie with bonnie. the succulents. Yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <it's> succulents. <laughs> remember succulents. Are nothing
4: like succulent pig. Like sorry, no. the chef. Dovna. Is, that sounds right. Daphna Yeah, Daphna.
2: Her Excellent. name is Daphna I can't even
4: yeah. remember her own name I know. I love <laughs> that. It's different fashion. every
2: time I see her. Anyway, <laughs> Lyle. Yes. A small, uh sort of short, dark haired, tan skinned, twelve-year-old messenger girl, uh, dressed like a page boy, essentially, you know, with like the short shorts and like the little soft cap, like a, you know, extra, extra needle. Mm-hmm.
6: Oh, like a little a lemon.
2: Yeah, she she runs in and hands you all and hands you a letter or a scroll, actually. It's a
5: scroll. Okay. Alright, I take a look. Okay. Any seal?
2: Uh there is a seal. Yes, okay. from uh,
5: J.B. Nevercott. Oh, good. Mm. All right, I look up at uh, Jazz for a moment, and a little bit in confusion. Oh, is
1: that for me?
5: No, it seems not.
1: Oh, well,
5: okay.
6: Unless they've gotten you and Lyle confused, <laughs> I
0: which, mean... which, 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 honestly. <laughs> 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 All right,
5: I break the seal.
2: Arrangements for my gift to you you to give a gift to, to another and you can see that essentially it is a the equivalent of a writ of credit okay. at the most prestigious pen and calligraphy store in Ooh. the city okay oh. a gift for your lady perhaps <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's i mean it's essentially like you you could get like a like 500 gold worth yeah. of a of a pen you know or or a, a calligraphy set or some such thing he recommends a pen
6: oh. uh, can we say the store is
2: called Pen
6: mighty
5: let me how funny <laughs> I I do not want people yet knowing I mean I'll tell people about this later but of course I think Car- is calling with us at the moment yeah. no she's in she's then we're her. good uh-huh. then we're good in that case I have no problem making it available to people I just don't want to be in a situation where I feel like I'm going to end up being forced into this thing Democop seems to be making strong overtures to more than just one of us mm.
2: Uh, if you recall last time, he yeah. uh, he gave that little note saying, "Hey, yeah. we're going to work together. Allow yeah. me to sweeten the deal. Yes, he did. Allow me to prove my affection. Boys. Yes, um,
3: prove my affection. <laughs> I love it.
6: It's, I think the term is um, wingmaning you, as derived from where, where's, where's wingmaning coming from? I guess. Well, sorry, Griffin Riders. So there's you know, on griffin riders. There's always uh, they ride like wingtip to wingtip, and the person in front is the lead, and the person behind them is in charge of sort of keeping an eye out for trouble and clearing obstacles and things like that.
5: Oh well, that makes sense. He's
6: certainly going to a lot of effort to make us like him. So um, been working in a lot of cases.
0: Well, <laughs> it's
1: working very well. <laughs>
6: that, right. that makes me
4: suspicious. It's only because That's no one's sick. ever tried to do anything nice for you ever, Hurst.
1: No,
6: it's because in the city, Can I grab uh, out with
0: the people. Tree?
6: people always expect things in return whereas where I come from we just help each other out because it's the right thing to do but I can understand you being confused by that
5: I'm
4: extremely confused by
5: this alright cool let's Sorry. turn our attention back to lunch with the uh, Castle Lanters. Okay. do we stay the course as we've agreed or do we follow through on their lunch and find out what's going on I'm or in favour of finding out what's going on
1: to a vote
6: well, to ra- a vote yeah Radar's willing to come with to uh, you know essentially smooth things over to, to make up for your
1: Lack of social graces, maybe.
6: Well, I was thinking of your brothers as well,
2: but you know.
1: Ooh. He's got graces. He's just a twat.
2: <laughs> that's kind of what I meant. Important distinction. So vote. <laughs> Who is in favour of going to the castle Castellanters? Verbalise it, please. Yes. Uh, yes.
0: yes. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> great. Well, that's it. Uh, at least you three are going then. So, let us then cut to you all... And are you dressing up?
5: I have to, I suppose, but... Um, I'm this, already dressed up. This might be a time to Roll go down. into the party funds mm-hmm. and start getting some nice clothes uh, and other
1: things. Really? I just want to have a. I wanted to have a... Mm-hmm. quick. Ass- side with Izzy because Izzy wears some pretty interesting clothing and has some good style and Jez you know well their hair color and stuff like that at least
3: yeah Izzy doesn't wear like they wear they wear pretty neutral kinds of clothing okay so going out to getting really getting it going out and getting really nice clothing it's very they don't like it yeah. <laughs> So it's an uncomfortable situation. To a little of... bit. Okay. Yeah. It's it's a kind of like I imagine it, it's very oh, what's the word I'm thinking dysphoric, but it's kind of like a when you're going out to choose pretty clothes, mm. you kind of have to choose from one gender or an, or the other, like one one or the other, really. Boy section and girls section. Essentially, it yeah.
2: There is an answer for that in a, in a in a in a city as splendid as Waterdeep, which is there's many many basically non gender specific robes so like including oh. including ones which are very wizardy if you wanted to basically have like a beautiful silk long robe similar to what the actual lords of Waterdeep wear effectively hmm. You know, pick your colour, pick your trim and style, and uh, you're off to the races. Very much not gendered one way or the other, and still looks super fancy.
1: Yeah, so in that case, yeah, Jez just takes Izzy off to the side and says, I've been eyeing off this place for a little while. Uh I know sometimes you don't like going to these kinds of stores. Not really. How about we go together? Uh We can go check out one of the tailor's stores and get something that suits us both.
3: Mm, okay.
2: You have to do the scene I- from Pretty Woman,
0: where Jez,
3: sits, where,
0: where Jez
2: sits in a chair, and, <laughs>
3: and
2: Izzy, Izzy comes is out, out. And, and is eating things, and then like shakes her head, and then you go, <laughs> you go back in and come back out, and Custuming then
1: eventually costume montage. Yay! Time. All right,
2: so real quick then, you're all you're all attending. You're all I going. will take Hurst on a similar trip. <laughs> <laughs> Hurst refuses to go.
6: <laughs> That's
1: great. Just has to wear this sweater now. Yeah, so oh. yeah, it's
6: the sweater or a quick trip to the tailor. No, I have clean clothes.
1: Oh,
3: where's Grandma along? But we need to
2: make a good impression. Let's see your clean clothes. She's currently snoring after Ooh. having half a bottle of brandy and g- g- something giggling up. to herself about Grandma Death shitting herself. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you all get resplendent clothing. Nice clothing. Mm-hmm. You dip into the party funds mm-hmm. and get some, some good clothes. As you are all assembling, all nicely dressed and we'll be... We'll do a really quick description of what everyone's wearing.
1: So, for once, Jez is wearing something a little bit more simple than, you know, solid block colours like black and brown and white. She's wearing a deep royal blue embroidered surcoat over, you know, a, a, a long sleeves that are kind of like that p- puffy mm-hmm. pirate shirt type thing. Cool. And full length trousers and, you know, her her belts with her daggers and things like that over the top. She's done her hair quite nicely as well. Excellent. Um, so she looks very, very fine.
2: And Izzy just rocking the nice robes?
3: Rocking the nice robes okay. and a... I haven't started on the colour yet. Okay. Actually, it could be
2: just a multicolour thing. Well, you can get some glamour effect where they can change it. Uh-huh. You.
3: That was what I was thinking. That's um, a, that's
2: that's pretty cool.
3: With hose. a big wizard hat. Oh yes. Because that's gotta happen. It has to A Big happen. wizard hat with wizard like hat. A little little charms <laughs> kind of attached to it and off the off the end. That like is Like a big so, Gandalf hat.
2: That is awesome. That is so cool. And Nick. I am wearing
4: a full-length coat with yep. dark red velvet velvet like big black cuffs and white puffy lace coming out very high collar nice. my hair all nicely braided into like a french braid mm-hmm. and my rings high leather black boots
3: lovely excellent you are looking to seduce mm-hmm. I'm always <laughs> looking to seduce
5: and Lyle mostly a combination of uh, cream green and gold with a um, like a cream uh, shirt with, with fancy puffy looking sleeves a green a green double with gold trim and uh, breeches to match the Perfect. brooch of Tymorra placed over his breast.
6: Awesome. And Hurst. Uh, Hurst is wearing actual like he has formal druidic robes. Oh cool. Which are mostly just go over like the clothes that you're wearing. So underneath he's wearing like just a decent pair of like pants and clothes that are all like tidy and clean and stuff like that. That's awesome. And then he's wearing a sort of like big cloak over the top of it that's green and uh, made out of spider silk. Oh great. And he's just got it clasped with a symbol of his god who it is
2: is a really fine resident. Well, you all look splendid. So, and so, as you converge, I guess, out the front of Troll Skull, out the front of the uh, Speak Freely Tavern, I should say, you make your way out onto the street and are going to, I guess, hail a carriage. As you go out to hail a carriage, you're approached by Vincent Trench, who wanders over to you. Hello. I'm sorry to interrupt. I know I was supposed to come by later on this evening, but a little bird told me that you are having lunch with the Castellanters. I have a small request, if you wouldn't
5: mind. Is he affecting uh, his Rakshasa persona? No, 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 he's doing
2: his Rakshasa, his real voice, but he is still looking still like Vincent like French. Only because there's nobody else around. Excellent. And, yeah. He says, Here. And he gives you forth a small golden beetle with a little ruby on it. Okay. And says, right, Thank you, I'll spend it wisely. There is one location within their manor that is warded against magic, it is in a reading room in one of their towers. They have another, of course, underneath the house, I believe in one of their dark temples to Asmodeus, but that might be more difficult to infiltrate. Whilst you are there, if one of you would be kind enough to slip away and place this beetle anywhere within the reading tower, I would be most appreciative. This will allow me to spy on them, if you would be kind enough. No, I'm Not at any great risk to yourself, of course, but mm-hmm. if the opportunity presents and your stealth skills are up to the task, it would be most appreciative to both of our efforts. We may be able to manage this, I say, glancing at Jess. Uh, you have,
4: I'm basically getting that you have quite good sleight-of-hand skills, and I mm. could easily talk and bluff my way up there with you in tow, and then you could use your superior sleight-of-hand skills to secrete this about the room.
1: It could be arranged, <laughs> certainly.
4: Okay, so I will set him, we will see what we can do. As long as, of course, you share, any. Information you glean from this little service with us. Okay, he tips his hat and says,
2: "Absolutely." Then have, we have are in accord. Have fun, and watch your back. Myth. With that, he turns and walks away. Rayner, of course, is there. He has his—he uh, t- tends to favour sort of sky blue in his clothing, mm-hmm. so he's got sort of a sort of a sky blue sort of coat and yeah. uh, trousers and so forth. Mm-hmm. You all get in the carriage and you make your way to the Casalanta Estate.
5: The Nobody's going to comment, by the way, that what we're asking them to do is bug the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the man- bye I'm not sure if that yeah. phrase exists in this universe. No, we, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. no yeah. yeah. but we're really sh- sh- really
1: do doing... using a butt. We're specifically using a butt to do it. Yeah,
2: it's yeah. great.
4: So,
1: we've basically coined the term in this
2: we universe. Have. Yes. So, in the Sea Ward, the most affluent and old location in all of Waterdeep, right in the middle is the Castellante Villa. It is the noble house by which all other noble houses are measured. It has stark white walls and gleaming crimson roof and turrets stand out even among. Amongst the other opulent estates of the Seaward. It is a three-story mansion, and it lies in the midst of a beautiful, picturesque green gardens, dappled with hedges and water features, multiple fountains, two hedge mazes. Ooh. Two hedge mazes. You get out of the first one, you think you're okay, but bam, second hedge maze. <laughs> yep. The estate is surrounded by a tall white brick wall, at least 20 feet tall, and there's a single wrought iron gate as an entrance, and even the gate itself is gilded. The castle family crest, which is a green Y, overlapping a stylized goose being fed, of all things, is emblazoned- Uh, They are definitely evil. Is emblazoned on the gate, and armored guards, which are currently in what looks to be slightly burnished, sort of copper, full plate armor. I mean, they are dressed like knights, even though they are but the house guards on the gate. As you approach, clearly they are expecting you and so they just open the gate without saying a word. And as you make your way through this front courtyard, you look around in absolute awe and wonder. The style of it is slightly uh, Mediterranean it, it's got a little bit of a sort of a Spanish villa look to it you know you've got some white pillars and some very open balconies and so forth with a spring wind which now is whipping around you to what as mentioned it, it's just enormous and there are three you know at least three or four uh, turrets and towers in the front yard here you can see it's mostly unoccupied you have got some servants and gardeners wandering around but you make your way up these huge sweeping white marble steps that lead to the front foyer And you can see that there is an elderly tiefling gentleman. He has got a very, very dark red skin and he's got a very neatly trimmed moustache and goatee. And his horns are actually filed down a little bit so Mm. as to be sort of, you know, elegant and well-groomed. He is dressed like a butler. And as you approach, he says, A merry high sun to you. My name is Willifort. If you need anything, please let me know. Are you the residents of Trollskull Manor? That's us. Uh, Please be kind enough to follow me.
1: Have you got a new beer?
2: I beg your pardon?
1: Beer. You know, ale, beer.
2: Uh, yes. He's sort of like clicks his fingers very loudly, and about three or four different attendants Ooh. just rush in. Men and, women, men and women dressed in all sorts of things, and they have... He says, beer, please. They just without saying a word. They just run away. You've not gone another couple of steps into this huge, grand entrance hall, by the way. And maybe about a minute later, an attendant comes back with seven very, very large, golden tankards of ale. Like, think of like like German stein, but they're just made of solid gold and they're frothing with, you know, beautiful foamy brew. Does everybody have some or just jazz? Ah. (laughs)
3: Jazz. What the morning is this?
2: It's midday. It's about lunchtime.
3: Ah, day drinking.
5: I'll take it. Yeah, I'll swag it.
2: Okay then. So, as you make your way through the hallway, you go along up the main stairs to sort mm-hmm. of like the second floor, which, once again, you're looking around, there are just all manner of decadent art pieces. There are beautiful oil paintings, some of which are animated, Ooh. you know, sort of Harry Potter style. You've got, you know, great scenes of battle and glory and more reserved things, including one of an older family member who just kind of is you know, sort of sitting there regally in their chair, but then every once in a while just smooth their hair back. <laughs> you know, in the animation animated style. As you make your way through this main hall, it's quite quiet, but then of course you hear the pitter patter of little feet and you can see two children. They look to be about eight years old. A small boy and a small girl. They have sort of slightly tanned skin, they've got relatively fair hair, and you realise that their ears are just ever so slightly pointed. Like just like they're like quarter, quarter elves. You know, like just, you know, tiny little... Trash. Oh wow. Oh, half elf will bust. Oh
4: uh,
0: my god. Oh
2: my, that is terrible. But which half? <laughs> uh sort of a left skewed right as we go down my body.
0: Yeah. Uh. So
2: they're once again, they they, they, they run by, they, they they look they look up at you delightedly, they're just in ridiculously expensive clothing. Do you want I to try to do like a quick queen trick, like a little mm-hmm. You do that? Okay, yeah. great. Well, they, they look at you delightedly. And the little girl just sort of claps her hands and says, Oh, again, again, please. I'll do it again. <laughs> and
4: then I'll give a theatrical
2: bow. So they squeal delightedly. And then one of the most beautiful women you've ever seen in your entire life oh, no. comes out of a side door and just sort of and looks at the children and says, <gasps> My mother's here. Oh, children, please do not bother our guests. I'm terribly, terribly sorry. She says, stepping forward forward. She is just the absolute pinnacle of grace and nobility. She is relatively tall and she is dressed in a beautiful sort of golden color, yellowy golden Mm -hmm. colored dress with puffy sleeves. Her dark hair is swept up in you know elaborate braids and uh, she even has pearls around the top of her head there. She has really sort of bright blue eyes and gives you the most beaming smile. She looks to be maybe about early to mid thirties or so and uh, uh, sweeps forward with all the majesty of a queen to hold out her hand to whoever will uh, g- take it in greeting. I am grabbing it. <laughs> <So>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh... Fantastic. Boys. <laughs> Boys.
2: Straight up poisoned with love. Oh no! She says, "Welcome to our home. My name is Amalia. Amalia Castellanta." All right. What do we know from the research? She the matron of the house or the wife? No, she, she is one of the, one of the Castellanters. Like there's the two. So you know that there is Amalia, and you know that her husband is Victorio. Oh yeah, and he is a half elf and she is a human hence quarter of children I
4: know there might be grandparents and, like they might she might be the daughter but like the head is the oh, yes. dad kind N- of thing no no that
2: no no, no, no. Too, yeah. as far as you're aware they have no other family in the city apart from their children mm-hmm. and these are they or she is one of them of course so yeah sweeping forward her hand
4: up kiss her hand with do a very deep bow and uh, try to be my most uh, charming as I can and act absolute
2: pleasure give me a charm check
3: oh no oh yeah oh no
0: roll our... one roll uh, one. one I'll do it roll, do roll it. one first, <laughs>
2: first impression
4: persuasion <laughs> I was you yes I'm trying to persuade her I'm yeah. deception I'm not really charming I'm a jackass
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow
3: wow <laughs>
4: That's, I am gonna re-roll that. I mean, it probably still adds up to something good, but I kind of want to do what a, good was draw, a five, which which comes oh, up with t- my persuasion to like a fourteen. But yeah. I still want to, you know,
6: your persuasion is nine.
4: Yeah, yeah, because I've trained it up uh-huh. with the uh, with the skill buffs, right, right, rogue. yeah, and also rogue proficiencies and things, you know. Right, 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 right.
6: That's a three. So, um, I'm going to lucky
4: it.
2: I'm just going to keep going until I get something in the... You know what? 11th. Oh, Twenty. Okay. So, she gives you a very, very polite smile. And so- Ooh, a polite smile. <laughs> I nailed it. So- <laughs> I, I feel like in this situation, flubbing a
6: like, persuasion roll, like a charm roll, isn't going to like get us killed. No, no. But no, it's no. going to be bad. <laughs> I
2: feel <laughs> it's like yeah. she's just going to
6: think we're street trash, which this we is- kind of are.
2: Oh, you must be Nicholas Locke. Oh god, she's Guilty sorry.
4: as charged, and um, not just on that count. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> okay,
2: so she's <laughs> she she gives you a demure smile and it, it, it even gives a small giggle and says, oh, you are the very devil." And who is? And this must be your delightful sister.
1: That's me. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> she
2: says she she extends a hand to you and says, "Charmed, my dear." Uh,
1: all right, and she kind of just like awkwardly like shakes it and then
0: kisses
2: it. <laughs> 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 <She was> like, <laughs> She says, oh, yes. it's a seduction race. <laughs> <It's> a seduction. <laughs> you kiss it, "Great!" Right? Do you want to give me a charm check? Yeah. Kings to make
4: sure I max out.
6: If she rolls it. A... Oh, yes! <laughs> uh, for the listening audience, that's a one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, exactly what I want. So um, yeah. you do
2: have you do have inspiration. No, I, no, 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 no. I would this never perfect. So you grab you gra- you you have forgotten that you still have your hands are sticky with beer, oh. and you actually sort of I guess slobber on her hand a little bit as you kiss. it. <laughs> you,
1: you do that thing where you go to speak and then just like a little bit of like <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I'm, I'm so sorry. Uh, I've got a handkerchief just to second she just
2: holds her hand as far away from you as possible and fixes you with a look of atomic disdain. And Willifert surges forward and whips out a handkerchief almost with some sleight of hand and just immediately starts to cleanse it. She says, Not at all, not at all. This is so bad. Even oh. I feel bad. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even enjoying this victory. Soon as soon as he looks away, I'll give you like a little pat on the shoulder. <laughs> so much is, even for me yeah. she says children please go and play in the garden and they, they, and they run off to do so uh, with that you, she dis, shall we and she sort of sweeps away elegantly to an adjoining room which opens up and you think this is like a side yeah. dining room I wanted to do this at the time but it was mid
4: 3 when she calls me you're just the very devil yes I want to incite that word uh, is there t- any kind of <laughs> inflection <laughs> Devil. okay good well I right. mean she, she, it's a choice of word that she used mm-hmm. and we know that she's a devil worship I mean you what know what we strongly suspect She's a devil. No, it. no, Dasmodeus is devil, isn't he? I think demon.
2: Devil. No, devil. Yeah, okay. devil, yeah it's devil.
4: I just We're here ostensibly to, a, to ascertain whether they're devil worshippers, and she goes and calls me a devil. Is there any inflection on that word? Is there any like little wry, who I'm really a devil worshipper? <laughs> well, well, let's see. you can get a good sense of her, yeah. Or does she think that that's a c- real compliment? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, what is the, is there any import behind that word? Let's In have a Fifteen Ooh, nice. Plus my yeah. perception wisdom. Oh, no. Uh, insight. Insight is seven.
2: Um, muscular 22. You think she finds you attractive. Okay. Oh, damn. Like, you think she's quite a... Quite a saucy a, lady. An, an amorous person. Mm-hmm. You think that she did find Jez attractive until...
0: <laughs>
6: <laughs> yeah. So
2: she's not, like, being like, ha, 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 I'm a devil worshipper and I'm being coy yes, and
6: she's Yeah, just, yeah,
4: She's just like... It was
6: just a genuine She's just up.
2: No, she's just legit. Good, she's okay. just quite an amorous person. You, you even notice that she sort of looks quite... Uh, Uh, appreciatively at her Hearst's broad shoulders and so forth this role this investigation could not have gone better is she a devil worshiper she
4: finds you attractive (laughs) Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> best, so best so, you're, ever. so you're saying yes. <laughs> so you, <laughs> if she not yet. She will be later.
2: She leads you into a side room, and it is a beautiful, completely glass-filled room. Like there is, it, it is. Think of it like almost like a reading room slash dining room. There's a huge dining room table, which is laden with food and drink. I mean, mm. this looks like a buffet that you would serve at Buckingham Palace, and Ooh. it's just a. It isn't even the main dining room. You can tell it's you know, about seventy feet long.
3: You know,
2: this is it's a parlor. This is the parcel wrapping room, exactly. Exactly, so when you you wander on in, you can see that there is another man in here who's dressed in a complimentary fashion to hers. I hate him. Essentially, he's got a yellowy gold sort of suit, puffy sleeves, and so forth. He looks uh, so he is a half elf and he is a Tetherian half elf. So he's like he looks Hispanic uh, with a very neatly trimmed uh, goatee, sort of uh, tan brown skin. His long. Uh, Victoria Brown, is a Tarthian name by the sounds of and it and these are they on the cover of the book ah. so he's the no. right no. yeah, he Antonio Banderas
6: like
3: my oh my favorite. god I mean, he looks like
6: he looks like Josh Brolin yeah he does
4: bit, doesn't nah, it, uh, Antonio yeah. Banderas welcome to my house he's it. their forbidden love child <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well I guess they're probably <laughs> not very important NPCs given no. on the cover of the damn book <laughs> no that's certainly not
6: any kind <laughs> of portent at all.
2: Yeah. So as you, I've okay, uh, got a good feeling about <laughs> this guy. Does hear the dramatic music? Let's not be, let's not be too meta, But so as, uh, as you walk in, you showed us a damn book. <laughs> <laughs> Now that you've seen them, I'm just showing them (laughs) on the front. I I love the art for them, that's all. Yeah, I know. So he stands up and sort of, you know, gives you a very formal little stiff bow and says, Greetings. My name is Victorio. It is a pleasure to meet you. Please sit down. I will forgo my usual joke of It is a pleasure
4: to meet me, isn't it?
2: Do you sit?
6: Izzy's
4: yes. having a moment.
3: Sorry, I'm having a moment. <laughs> yes. Because it was the exact same cadence as, my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father, prepare to die. <laughs> sorry, I just I mean, had a huge moment. Quite,
6: that's fair, yes. <laughs> he's introduced himself. He's uh, established their connection. Managed and he's established what he wants to get out of yeah, the encounter. Yeah,
3: Yeah, anyway, sorry.
2: No, that's okay. So you sit at the dining table. The, the window affords a view of a beautiful butterfly garden. Ooh. There are thousands and thousands of beautiful multicolored butterflies <sighs> rare varieties your minimal research is awarded you to the fact that Amalia is a notable Amplipta? Butterfly expert, a Lepidolterist. Thank you so much. Yes. And so this is a butterfly garden. The children frolic And she just kind of sits there. She sits down and he he does the thing where he sort of stands behind her Like an oil painting. Like an oil painting, hand on her shoulder And she looks sad as she looks at the children and just kind of holds her hand out and he takes her hand and they Clutches it with sort of, you know, some reassurance and sympathy and she says, I shall come straight to the point We need your help. We have fallen afoul of the cult of Asmodeus. It was not our intention. Being nobles of our status, we, three years ago, became involved in some activities that we thought were innocent enough. We were no strangers to orgies, you understand. <laughs> the decadent, perfectly. The decadent lifestyle of nobility was never something we shirked from, but it turned out to be so much more sinister than we had first envisioned. Once we had discovered what we had gotten ourselves involved in, it was far Far too late.
4: And in character I'll say, and now you need a dagger to save the souls of your children. <gasps>
6: Ooh, wait, do you want to say that? You can. You, you, you
2: totally can. You, you, I, well, okay,
6: what? <laughs> so what, yes. what, what you're going for here is that, like, I'm ten steps ahead of you and you can't yep. think of me. Yeah, and does that? I, and that is exactly what I will say.
4: Shall we not be too meta about this? No, no, no this, is, <laughs> this is
5: straight up legit. I know what we know from Vic we know,
4: Victor told us about the dagger. Yeah. Okay. The way she looks at her children, sadly, she's admitted they've fallen in with the wrong crowd. Yeah. My character has much the same oh, intellect as I do. Yeah. Okay. Like in that, you know. It's, it's, not like it's not like I'm playing a dog. It's not like I'm playing a dog. It's
3: like, like you a, can put two and two no. together. Yeah, yeah if can I can do it, do it yeah. my
5: character can do it. <laughs> okay. He's subplus is also an investigator, so. I'm the guessing. type of oh, insight. Okay. good That's good, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs>
3: Give me an
6: insight check. To as their reaction, now, yes. Do we know what? So, we know about the dagger. Do we know if it can only
4: be used once or multiple? We don't times? know anything about. it. We just know that it can change the, the do, We can basically, you can basically change the infernal contract okay. to create a new target. Like if you bargain up, for example, the, the souls of your children. Yeah, it can somehow be Does used it, in an unspecified yeah. manner to change that. Does it work per contract yeah. per soul? This we we didn't really get into. They, okay, so let's go for this. Okay, so that's a 13, and my investigation inside is... Uh, 20, 20. Wow. wow,
2: okay. So you notice that there is just this slightest twitch of her, <laughs> of her eye, as she is surprised by that. But man, she's good at masking, yeah. and she doesn't wow. let on to anything. And she says, I suppose you've skipped ahead a little bit. She says, smiling, but yes. You see, before we knew it, we had made arrangements and promises, and... The souls of our children were forfeit. We benefited, of course. Our fortunes soon reversed, as is a common knowledge now. Our oldest son was taken immediately. And our two youngest, she says, looking out the window once again with genuine, you know, forlorn sorrow in her eyes. So, like, we wouldn't need an insight
6: check to see whether or not that was
4: no, right? Well, happening I mean, if- is it public knowledge the eldest son that had an older child and they're dead. It is. It is common knowledge that their older son died. I'm assuming we had a little chat with Neverember, mm-hmm. like, yeah. like, who? Oh, what do you know about them in your chat with him? It was considered. Yeah. It was. It was uh, chalked up to illness. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah no, not that they were taken by demons in the night or whatever. But no, exactly. Yeah, so. Okay.
2: And so on their ninth birthday, which is in less than two months away, their souls will be forfeit. We (coughs) wish to avoid this. There is one way to do it. One way to avoid their souls being taken. Some fine print in the contract with Asmodeus. There is a ritual. A ritual that requires one shy of one million gold. (laughs) With all of our great resources, even bankrupting ourselves, as we are very happy to do for the souls of our children, we really could not, as almost anyone could, get together more than perhaps 700,000 gold or so. We require this vault. We need it. But we do not need all of it. We need mostly perhaps 300,000. Of the total figure, which I believe is over five hundred thousand gold. I am very sure that you are also seeking it. Have you made any progress to this accord so far? Oh, I am insight checking. Like
6: there yeah. are so many so inside rolls right here. Let's yeah. Oh I'm gonna re-roll that one. <laughs>
5: Am I, Am I throwing on this as well, if possible? Absolutely.
6: Oh, that is going to be a twenty-three.
4: Mm-hmm. Well I think. We're, I think yeah. the various things we're checking are how much of that story is true. Is yep. it?
6: Oh, it's an accident. Orgies. I mean, how much of this is <laughs> Um, well, you know. no, it sounds like now they have very strong regrets. Not, uh, yes. not, not, that they're, not that they're like, oh, it was an accident. Like they knew what they were doing at the time and uh, they uh, like, shit, actually, this is not worth it. Yes.
4: Yeah, is yeah. that actually the case or is it more like we know what we're doing and now we're definitely trying to Welsh out? Right? I didn't know there'd be consequences.
6: <laughs> yeah. Or well, if, the consequences of my actions. Is there something that they haven't, like that they're deliberately leaving yeah. out yeah. for either their own face or for like, for something else that they want to accomplish with this ritual?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: 21 on the inside. You believe her so far? A what did you? Okay, 23, better don't 23, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you definitely believe her. Obviously, because she hasn't had a chance to, you think that she's not telling you everything, uh, but she, yes. she might still. Yeah, there's there's more to it. Okay. Uh, but she says, have you made any progress so far?
5: Before we go any further, our companion made mention of uh, a tool, an instrument, earlier. How does that change uh, the nature of this contract?
2: She says, the ritual itself only requires the 999,999 gold. How? However, there is a backup ritual, one that we, as goodly folk, who have taken a wrong turn in our past, do not wish to enact. The backup, of course, was something that we had considered but now realise is beyond the pale and would not be worth doing, if only because it would most certainly damn our souls to hell for doing so. It requires the sacrifice of a pure soul to change the contract. Yes. With the dagger. With a dagger. We had someone looking over it, and she holds her hand up and clicks. And in walks the paladin of Helm. Mm.
0: What? The blonde,
2: square-jawed paladin mm. of Helm. Ooh. <laughs> Hurst's best friend. <laughs> His fucking guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I knew he was evil. <laughs> we had charged this man because, you see, the world does not need more devils, and... There were very few pure souls in the world. Agatha Brightmantle was one. We had considered, in our desperation, and she sort of just bites her finger, we had considered, and I hate to say it out loud, but we had considered maybe, if we failed, to find the vault and to accumulate the funds in time, in our desperation to use this dagger on the pure soul of Agatha Brightmantle. But now
6: that she's dead, that option is off the table.
2: We had recently decided that it was too much for us anyway. Mm. But yes, it is uh, also off the table. Can I actually insight check that?
6: Yeah, like statement? How,
4: Yeah,
2: me too. How
4: how
6: how close were they to considering that for uh-huh. real or real? Yeah. Okay, that number. Uh, that it looks yeah, it's like a four something missing from. All right, I don't.
2: Twenty-seven.
6: nah she's lying. Yeah, she, sorry, it, sorry. Twenty-five.
2: It, sorry. The, the only reason she's not considering that, you think she's not lying about the backup option. Yeah, yeah. But you think that the, the only reason it's off the table is she's dead. Yeah. In fact, you also think that that would have been the option number one. Yeah, right. Because you don't think that they want to. Bankrupt themselves so uh, they kids. Yeah.
4: <laughs> no. yeah, that, that makes
6: sense. That's what. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. In that case,
6: Hurst is probably going to be staring daggers at the paladin for essentially the rest of this conversation.
2: And what's he? Okay, so can so I? So she. 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 She looks at this exchange between Hurst and him and says, "Stop it." He is not his grandfather. And he just sort of like, sort of stares at you a little bit longer and says, The history between you two is enough for now. Enough blood has been spilt in the Many Arrows environs. And you're like, What the fuck? That sort of glares at you back. So, with that in mind, I suggest that we work together. We will give all of our multitude of resources, all of our influence, power, and money to make sure that you are successful in obtaining this vault. We only wish enough to complete the ritual. That would be, at the very most, depending on how much we can liquidate, 300,000 gold, leaving 200,000 for yourself. And we, most importantly, will use our influence amongst the Lords of Waddi to ensure that you are not found once you've obtained it. Hmm. You will obtain this gold and you will get to keep it. Which is more than I can say will occur if you find it on your own measures. The city will find out, and they will want it back.
6: That's, of course, assuming that our intention isn't to give it back to the city.
2: She seems really surprised. It probably never even occurred to her. Yeah, she, she says, "What? Oh, I." Well, that would, of course, be very noble. But also, you will be saving the souls of two innocent children.
5: Might we adjourn to some place quieter within your surrounds, so that we may discuss this? We can come back with an answer.
2: She says, "Of course, you may."
5: If you have some place, you. If <laughs> you can have some place uh, here that we could best take advantage of,
2: she turns to this paladin of helm and says, "If you will be good enough to escort them to somewhere discreet, we'll tell him." Okay. With that, he just sort of says, "Very well," and he just sort of stands back from the door. As you are, you'll go to leave. I'll pass
4: Jez. As soon as we're outside, I'll pass Jez the bug. Yeah. And I'll say to him, someone with books, we need to fact check one or two things. With books. Books, you know, dead trees with writing on them. Yeah, I think I are using
6: too many big words for
0: him. <laughs>
6: you can read, can't you? He gives you a smile and says, you know the slaughter of many hours field. So you were only keeping uh, yeah. Agatha, Agatha alive to use as a sacrifice for your wealthy patrons. For Either. the good of the city. Oh, I'm certain for the good of the city. So it was not never really about doing the right thing, was it? It was, yeah, it was mostly just about uh, pleasing
2: your uh, masters. He smiles and says, Well, the world certainly could not use two more devils. When those children's souls are taken, if they are taken, the devils they will create will be powerful indeed. Uh, at this junction, I'd also be very concerned
6: about your own soulmate. Helm will understand. Yes, I'm sure. Helm, known for moral flexibility.
0: <laughs> oh, like, nice! Like, he
2: says, "Let me show you to your books." <laughs> he will lead you up some grand stairs until eventually you are in. Uh, well, you can see that there's a huge wooden door, which clearly leads to one of the libraries. And so this would. Does be... this match Tiger Man's
4: description? It does. What did you call him? Backwards Hand Kitty Man. Backwards Hand Kitty Man. This room
2: cannot be scribed. But I will observe from a distance. We don't wish us conversing. From within the
1: room.
6: In that case, we should probably... Uh, Hurst will be like, in some language, be like, maybe we
2: talk like this.
1: Yes, that's a good so idea. My, my question was, is he going to be in the room with us?
2: He opens the door, and I will allow you to enter the room, and he's going to stay outside the room. Oh, I sorry, I took observe
6: just to mean that, like, he's going to keep an eye on us specifically Get in the room. room. yeah. Well, he's he's looking at you in the room. Okay, but we can close the door. Yes, <laughs> <That's all>. which <laughs> will be
0: more yeah, happy.
2: closes the door, in the expect. adults need to talk.
6: <laughs> <laughs> all right,
2: so you close the door. You are in a circular room. It, it's a loft. It is it is, a, it is a, the top of a tower, and it actually is somewhat similar to Izzy's tower back at Trollskull. But it's beautiful. I mean, the books here, I just I like, like if, if they had money, oh. ludicrous. Exactly. Oh.
6: <laughs> what do you do? Well, I think also... so. This room is barred from scrying. They said. Would is that kind of enchantment something that can be like, well, I'm going to borrow from scrying, okay. except for our thing that we'll build into it at the same the time,
3: idea. like conditional warding.
6: Yeah.
2: yeah, it's very difficult to do that, but it's technically possible.
3: Well, but it's like, totally if
4: you so it's totally possible. Yeah. Yes. Well, I think then, aside from the bit, well, then I will suggest in sign language that we basically huddle together and then sign to each other in a huddle. You can do that. So therefore, yeah. it couldn't be observable, and Holding it's silent. Up. Yeah. holding
6: cloaks out and so sort of well, forth well we can't do that well we, we can't can do sign. that oh no but we can flip cloaks over the shoulders uh and then can just... probably fit like at least two of the
4: wondrous and clean. then we just yeah. sign in essentially a huddle to have this conversation okay and then we'll just talk as
6: it were but it is all sign okay and after Jez secretes the um the bug well you, I mean we said we needed to use books so that just like people I looking think in for a book. book yeah people looking for books is a good way to cover that yeah maybe find a volume of tax law or something
4: and also know, like establishes or...
6: why
2: we're in here
1: if I can take a moment just to kind of look around and get an idea of my surroundings can you just describe
2: I sure can looking around you can see that it is a large circular tower in here appears to be a servant to hand out books in fact two of them and they're both nibble rights <gasps> two of Jarlaxel's nibble are in this tower
0: mm-hmm.
2: they are just standing there at attention, holding stacks of books in their arms. Mm-hmm. Essentially, their job seems to be go fetch this book from here or whatever. You realise that a lot of important and very wealthy people bought nimble rights when he came. He mentioned that he had fourteen, and he sold nine.
0: Yeah,
2: and so clearly the castle just bought two because why not? They have to show they're the wealthiest. <laughs> so, so yeah, they had two two of Jarl Axel's nimble rights are in here. So that's a bit fun. Apart from that, there's just stacks and stacks and stacks of books that go all the way to the top.
1: Mm-hmm. What does the ceiling look like?
2: So the ceiling is just the lower half of a, of a domed conical tower top.
1: Um, what about air circulation? Oh, uh, there are many windows here,
2: but currently they're closed. Mm-hmm.
1: No vents or anything like that?
2: No, 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 not really.
1: And what about the floor and the cornices and things like that? So this floor
2: here is all stone, it's all mm-hmm. white stone. Think of it like a Disney castle tower um, All white can stone. All,
1: can all nimble rights uh, sign?
2: You don't know.
1: Okay, Jez is going to attempt to walk up to one of them and, while speaking and signing, mm-hmm. says, uh, you know, hello.
2: Venable Wright just kind of looks at you blankly and gives you a little nod.
1: Speaking and signing again, Jez says, uh, do you always remain in this room?
2: Venable Wright shakes its head.
1: And your friend also, uh, you move around the house and the castle? They both nod. Okay. Because one idea is if you're looking for a bugged room, you look, you know, mm-hmm. in the the contents of that room. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was thinking of bugging the nimble rights instead, but if they move around, that might not be exactly what the yeah. cat wants.
5: Is there also there's also an outside chance that Charles Axel's using uh, the nimble rides for that purpose himself.
1: Um, Potentially, yeah. Okay, what kind of furniture is in the room?
5: Tables, chairs, and
2: long wooden tables for reading books upon. And also some, you know, sort of Chesterfield comfy reading couches in the
1: corner. Mm -hmm. Okay, what she does is she takes out her tools and goes over to the Chesterfield and expertly starts to unpick at some of the upholstery.
5: Oh, okay. Give me a stealth check. Mm-hmm. All right, before this goes oh, any further. Oh, yes. Sorry. If you're okay with it, mm. is blessing to gain advantage.
1: Yeah, perfect. So stealth, hey, um, twenty-one. Great. So you, twenty-two. I you, guess.
2: you expertly do that to the point where really only Hurst and Lyle, with your passive perception of 21, see you do it. Um, and, and only just. And only because you know that she's going to do that. So you you think, yeah, good job. Mm-hmm. It's very, very, very unlikely anybody's seen that.
1: So she's um, she's unpicking at the stitching, and then is essentially going to make um, kind of like a, a room in the uh, stuffing of the couch, I suppose, and then is putting the bug within that, yep. and then expertly, with her tools and everything like that kind of darns it back up and when she's done it just looks like nothing has ever been done to the couch
2: so that's perfect that's all done is there anything that you want to say to each other <laughs> yeah before I think, you go back downstairs
5: i think we are as much as we are signing our intent i think we're also to cover bases speaking aloud in certain spots oh yeah mm-hmm. just like hey
6: with this library anything about the manor
5: oh <gasps>
3: Let me check. Okay, so let me see what I can do.
6: Just, yeah, a lot of people seem to be interested in it. And mm.
3: this
5: would be as good a place as any to have a check for, you know.
3: Yeah, so we're, we're looking specifically for...
5: Information on skull that there might yeah. be in this room. Okay. In the, in the tomes collected.
3: All right. Uh, what do I need to roll and what do I need to roll? For? I mean, I just an arcane... F- what is it? Investigation, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I mean,
2: yeah. His, his, history or investigation or arcane, I mean, it's research. So whatever you would normally roll for research.
0: <laughs> also this
2: like 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 oh they it's super suspicious they wanted
6: somewhere specifically with books and then it's like oh they were secretly looking up their Mm. matter so that's what they think that we might be up to
2: 24 24 great okay super so you find the right book you may not have time to read it all through now but you can certainly point it out to jez to steal perhaps
3: i I look i look very meaningfully at either jez
1: or nick (laughs) Jez just kind of like, you know, sighs and holds out her hand <laughs> and then takes just, the book and she actually opens up her uh, coat <laughs> and you can see there's all of these pockets and lining just like sewn into everything and she slides it in there, does it back up and you can't even see, you know, any kind of outline or impression. That's really you bought the
5: fine clothes this morning. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I Fantastic. imagine.
6: In a city as big as Waterdeep, there is probably someone that you can go to as a thief to be like, I need fine thieves' um, clothes. I, need,
1: I just, I
3: just went to Granny. And oh, she right, of course. Yes.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, this is kind of what I mean. <laughs> That's great. So, you have the book. And now what? As
3: a point. Can I check to see if the book is watered just in case we try to walk out of the house and it sets off something?
2: No, that's a no. level of paranoia that it would be unreasonable. So okay. You're safe, no sa- right. safe to assume not. What are you saying to each other before you go back downstairs? Uh, I think we definitely refuse them, but don't tell them that we refuse
5: them. We refuse them and then it invites them to basically do whatever they want to convince us. Or at the very least, we have another set of eyes that are looking at us. I mean, I don't
6: think that they're lying about the children being damned and I don't think they're lying about their bad choices being the responsibility for it doesn't feel fair to the kids.
4: No, but they would have sacrificed Agatha in a heartbeat if she was still around. I mean, they basically set up their little watchdog, kept him on a short lease to keep her
6: pure. Yes, but at the same time... Oh, yes. uh, if, If we had known about that, we would have had more options.
4: It's a pity it has to be a pure soul. Although we could, so- otherwise we could solve this whole issue by shanking the illithid and Grandma Death and sending their souls to hell and saving the children. Could have saved us a whole lot of trouble. I,
5: I have. have expected, the expected murder was simply on the table. for castlelanders have adequate resources. Yes, precisely.
6: Maybe someone else knows more about this stuff than me. But when they say pure, do you guys mean that like purely good, or because things can be pure by just being the full thing itself, extent of itself. Ah.
1: Oh. Perhaps we need to do a little bit of research and verify their understanding of the situation Mm. as well. Mm. They may not be lying, they just may not be right.
0: In
5: which case, we can't tell them no. Yeah, which
6: means, if look, if we... As much as I'd hate to do this anyway, but if we can convince them to sacrifice something that's pure evil... For the sake of children. Mm. For the mm. sake of children. Someone we were going to kill anyway. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to you know, pull out the weeds so that the mm.
5: you know, flowers can grow. We won't know until we get a better understanding of the contract.
6: So then
4: we say we... Conditionally, Conditionally yes. uh, agree, but we need more research and a copy of their contract so uh, that I we can work it to our best... Well, whatever version that is, so we can work it to our best advantage. They'll understand that. That yes, we're going to help, but we want to get the best bargain we can. I agree. And we won't even be lying in a
2: sense. Okay. So, you make your way back downstairs then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay then. So you make your way back downstairs. You are, of course, escorted by your paladin bodyguard who mm-hmm. still fixes you all with a discerning and hostile glare the entire time, walking a good 20 feet behind you. You make your way back to the adjoining room where you notice that the castle Antas are still looking out the window at their children. But, of course, uh, Amalia is now daintily cutting off off slivers of peach and uh, munching upon them. When you return, they look up excitedly at you. Amalia stands and says, So, have you come to a decision? We have. She smiles at you demurely and says, The anticipation is killing me.
4: <laughs> well, it'll get you if the devils don't. Um, <clears throat> It'd <it'll> be a <sighs> lot we... more funny if
2: we weren't toying with the children's lives. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
4: That just adds extra spice. Oh my god. Um, You're a bad person. <laughs> we will help you. However, we require more information so that we can do it, A, to the greatest effect, efficacy, and to B, our greatest advantage.
2: Absolutely.
4: Uh, Do you have any of the required materials so far? What we need is a copy of the contract Or at least a wording of the contract Because gold is good But if we can find,
2: for example, a purely evil soul That would meet the demands And we know quite a few of those Okay, so she frowns and says I suppose we could offer you a copy of the contract
4: Yes, That will be fine, as long as it's accurately transcribed Otherwise it will do you no good if it's been Even the smallest clause which you may change for your own privacy sake, or Jesus, the like, could change the import of the wording Not devil the like. Very tricky. So long as it's a faithful copy, we won't give it to anyone, we don't care, and traffic with blackmail and whatnot. We simply wish to find alternatives here she that says, may result with less of the gold being sent to hell. Done. Good. We also require... All your magical items. No, um, <coughs>
6: that's the first thing we need. We also require your paladin to go boil his head. <laughs>
4: <laughs> when, when was the time limit up? That months. birthday, two months. Mm. That's plenty of time. I mean, we could ask for a bunch of go- No, we shouldn't take anything off them. That's just more Faustian bargains. Yes. Do we want anything else off them? I Even my imagine. greed is being stymied here, because I just think anything we take from them is going to come with...
1: How much was I told... Not to nick things.
6: <laughs> I don't think. We, I think would, <laughs> would they miss a couple of candlesticks? I mean, you don't think they would notice? Cool. Pocket the silverware. Cool, 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 cool.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was surprised when Uh, you
6: just talked about opening your thing and putting the book in there that there wasn't stuff in there already.
4: You you don't know.
1: Maybe there was. That's the thing. We're about to find out.
4: So once we have perused the contract, which by the way means to read with deep and thorough care, not to scan lively. Did you know that? I know. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Um, We will get back to you. But in the meantime, we are pursuing the other avenue with fervid interest.
2: May I ask you two questions? You just asked one, so that leaves one remaining. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> she smiles oh. and says, "You're perfect." <laughs> 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 you <I> cheer- are. <laughs> We have chosen well, he says. Well, indeed, we have. Judging by the orgy
6: talk, you know they're part of the lifestyle. So I mean, these are my people if I just had more money.
0: These are, oh, these
4: are like,
2: God. these are your, this is life goals. For you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I want to sell my
4: children's
6: soul to the devil.
4: Uh,
1: wait, wait, wait. Jess, this isn't fair. I I'm confused <laughs> about whether we're talking about Nick Locke or <laughs> Nick Player. <laughs> well, I think not the answer to
6: Nadia is yes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so
2: he says, yes. Two questions Do you know where the Stone of Glory is? Um, At this very second? No. I don't know where it is. Are you sure? I don't think I do. I'm
1: I'm pretty sure (laughs) it's in your... You absolutely do know where it is. I'm going with the ontological... We had a huge (laughs) conversation about this last time.
2: True direct or indirect deception? (laughs)
4: No, no, okay, so I have actually forgotten where it is. We didn't bake it into a loaf of bread, did we? No. No, (laughs) we (laughs)
6: didn't, you idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, that wasn't... I want to say it's, it's
4: out of character. It's a very to it's ca-
1: topic, right? It just can't
6: be.
2: <laughs> it's just. Uh, I'm, like, no, I'm not going to get back. No, into where it, is, sorry, we'll where talk is talk it? Where is it? Where is it? Actually, what did we decide on? You, you have it. Like you yes. have it in your. You have it yeah. in our possession. In your possession right now, actually. But Do I know? <laughs> th- yes, you do. Okay. Right. Ow. <laughs> I believe, I believe that we landed on Lyle having it.
5: seems like a thing? Yes. Get yes. to the park.
2: My question
4: is do I know that?
5: Because yes. I'm pretty sure I'll down at the bakers.
2: I'm, I'm
5: pretty
4: I sure. sure I you don't. You know. Alright, so I think there's no way out of this without them rumbling the truth. And I'll say. Uh, roll deception, man. Well, that's yeah, why yeah,
0: I'm okay. asking for a Believe okay. <laughs> <laughs> it or not. I'm, I'm
2: not I, trying to oh,
4: screw with you, no, no, I'm no, just no, trying no, to, no.
2: If anything, I'm trying to have your. For some reason, I thought I did. Well trained abilities serve some use.
4: Sorry, for some reason, I didn't think I had deception. I don't know why. I don't roll it. I tend to persuade more and I deceive oh so. sure okay so I will roll it's it. still a charisma check it is it's still pretty good it's just not as buffed as my other maybe skills maybe you should roll better though yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, I'll use my last luck point of the day so the bad? problem is they are they are close to your match at these kinds that's, that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying it's not because so I only have plus five deception mm. it's, not, it's not trained like my other uh-huh. skills okay so I'm going to go with 19. an 18 and I'm going to say something along the lines of I believe for your safety and ours that it's better if no one knows this that's my S- deception
2: so that just to be clear that that would be
6: saying that you do know
2: where yeah. it is I'm but not admitting anything but you're not you sounds know. like you are
6: I'm saying it's like it could be that you know where it is but we don't have it it could be that
2: like, it could be a
4: lot of things it is an ambiguous answer and they can leave what they want into it and I mm-hmm. roll 15 yeah so, I double, that. so
6: basically it comes down to like if you beat them no you rolled an 18
4: yes Oh, did I?
6: Yeah, you rolled 13 plus 5. Oh, that's good. Yes. That's 18. That's uh, So, like, if they believe you, then you're like, oh, they might know where where it is and they're planning to move on its soon. Yes. If they don't believe you, they're like, oh, they've got it, but we
2: don't know exactly where.
6: Yeah. That doesn't mean that, like, they're like, oh, the character's got it. Yeah.
2: I see. Well, that will be your job, is to find it. Mm. Utmost priority. Mm-hmm. I trust you're familiar with it. You've gotten that far, at least, down the game.
6: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. It's stone with the
6: giant elemental evil... Psychic creature trapped inside of it. Exactly, sir. Yeah, we're not thrilled about that. We believe the Xanathar has one, and that the Drow have another. Oh, you know about the Drow? Well, I mean, I know you bought the Nimble Rights off them, but you know that they were Drow. (gasps) They are Drow?
2: No, yeah, you, I think Sardos sword Sardos sword You really just. So. Oh. She grins and says Sardos sword Of course Lantern
6: Actually I was going to say That like Or maybe do into that But then Lantern. That would be something That's First we're you do doing say. You probably you, Yeah he's probably just Forgotten like, that not they, everyone Knows that Yeah that like Yeah I just assumed That they were As He goes oh you didn't know That I just assumed That you're very perceptive And would have known That I mean we figured it out When we went
2: to their ship Alright enough So they just exchange Change looks. Zardo sword. Zardo sword. Of course. As you can see, we've progressed fairly far along in the game, at least knowledge-wise. She, she puts a hand on her chest and says, Already your assistance has proven invaluable. Oh. Very well then. I understand you've already had entanglements mm-hmm. with the Xanathar. Perhaps obtaining one of the eyes from, and possibly the stone, I believe, from its lair would be your next and best priority to help us in this endeavour. We were planning something along those lines. Yeah. Fantastic. Well then, I wish you the very best of luck. So, I will have a copy of the contract sent to your abode. Mm-hmm. We have some preparations to make. Shall we say, um... Reconvene in a couple of ten days with what we've learnt so far? Best to keep our... Yes. ...people separate for that, now. That does sound like an
4: appropriate amount of time. Not
2: draw too much attention, you understand. And, of course, Mamoros, she says, turning to the paladin, you... Will assist them in whatever manner that they need yeah. Oh, yeah. and no more aggravation. You and Lady Silverblade are going to put your differences aside. Yeah, well,
6: if we need a Wait, pig I- fattened up for the slaughter, then we'll let him know. Come again,
2: Lady Silverblade. No, we know who she is. One of our enforcers, Mamoroth, and her, Mm -hmm. are our two lieutenants. She works for you. We suspected
6: that. Did we? we? Yeah, We we, we, we we knew she
2: had patrons. Who Mm -hmm. else is more
4: worth... The GM even gave it away earlier by saying, you know, who would be her patron. She says, oh, it's a
2: small matter, but you hadn't finalised the sale for the establishment yet? Red tape,
6: as I told her
2: earlier, binding our hands. Incidentally,
6: how useful of an assistant is she to you? As a matter of fact, how useful of an assistant is the
2: paladin to you now? <laughs> oh, blackguard, not paladin. He well, worships, worships Asmodeus, not Helm. So I
4: see she's not. I mean,
2: you're know, so the only th- one spilling the beans so well, there, Hurst. So good news. He's so not he, a
6: hypocrite. See, so he, he, he crosses his arms. <laughs> no, oh, so he's a, so a liar, not a hypocrite. He's not a hypocrite, he's just he,
2: an he crosses his arms and looks at her and says, I would wipe that expression from your face very smartly. But you're working together now. No secrets. Consider this a olive branch. Mm. We will share everything. Does that mean the same thing? All of our secrets. You do the same. We have the same goal here. Double guessing each other will get us nowhere, don't you agree? Agreed. And speaking of olive branches, we need the orchard out back refertilized.
6: So that will be your first task, good man. <laughs> As I understand it, he is full of fertiliser. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she smiles and says, that would be amusing to people. No, he is he is protecting Lady Silverblade now. She has other things to do. I will make mm-hmm. sure that she bothers you no further. No, but like, really, how useful are either of them to you? She's extremely useful. She is our... <laughs> <It's just> like... <laughs> She's a, she is our main agent in the Zentarum. She is no a longer part of the Black Network. She now serves Asmodeus entirely. And so Manchun, however, is utterly unaware of this fact. Mm-hmm. Which is why I know for a fact that currently the time do not have one of the eyes. Mm. So we can waste no further pursuit in this matter. I
4: would also suggest that you don't bother the Drow. If we are going to be taking an eye off them, it is best that they're not fending off attacks from Grandmother Death and Godboy here.
6: Well, no, I think maybe just business as usual there. Yes, business as usual. They're very suspicious people if things suddenly get a lot easier for them they might yes that's what I mean like you, you may be tempted to do your thing
2: with the knowledge we are unsure we- whether the the unaccounted for eye resides either with the drow or the zentarim I suspect the drow what but I, am. I did not even know that Sartor's sword was Jalax or Bainray
6: and so
1: we
2: never said he was Jarlax or Bainray we well,
1: the put it together <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he, he, he rules the drow, I, w- I would assume that he would be Oh, perhaps he is another figurehead However, we will do research into this matter What I am certain of is that if anything changes And you tip your hand
4: that you know these facts They will close ranks yes. And make it impossible for us to gain ingress Into any aspect of whether or not they hold a stone We still have I some I cannot impress
2: that upon you strongly enough We still have some time, I suggest we use it. You will find out where the Stone of Galore and the Eye that I believe is probably still attached to the stone is. We will investigate for certain whether the other unaccounted for Eye is with the Drow or with the Zhentarim. That will be our job. You also look for a way to pilfer the Eye from the Xanathar. Mm -hmm. i think we are all very secure in our roles here you can be seen we are too scrutinized you will be our agents on the street mamaros and lady silverblade of course will continue to uh, assist us in the other matters i suggest for the good of everyone's comfort level she says looking at him who's now just like vein bulging on the side of his head we all keep our people separate for now Mm -hmm. sharing information through us and us alone if you discover anything exciting new agreed Mm -hmm. have the contract
4: brought to you. Excellent. I would ask her about why she wants the mansion, but I feel we'll find out in that book anyway, so no need to tip our hand.
2: Okay, with that, yeah. she stands... and that, that could be a personal thing. That yeah, yeah, it could be. Silverblades up to. Okay, so with that, she stands and says, And now, I see no reason why we can't enjoy some lunch together. I insist that you try some of our house red. Raynar, who's been here and just been silent the whole time, not really entirely sure what to say, has yeah. just been kind of sitting awkwardly, says, Oh... He seems to take that as a cue and says Mm. oh I'm so sorry but we have business back at the manor Uh, we did not expect this to be such an involved affair my sincere apologies I take full personal responsibility for Mm. wasting uh, this lovely lunch she says not at all and seems like utterly unoffended Mm. yeah this is like obviously a social cue Mm -hmm. With that, he stands and says well we should be going now he says looking at looking looking at all of you
1: uh thanks you've got really uh nice nice digs can I get you a better dress (laughs) (laughs) Please.
2: (laughs) You're so beautiful. I really want to dress you.
1: Uh... Another I, I think this is nice I just bought it
2: today I'll have so, some more dresses brought to you is that a sex thing
1: oh boy
2: I will say as we
4: leave I'll just say so you so on one just, thing.
2: to be clear you get up and leave well, as I, yes as I'm leaving okay. I'll
4: say count one thing we definitely do wish to save your children and that's the truth I mean we do so with, with utter sincerity she looks and says as do we of course because I mean that's not a lie she can count on that and you know she may have misgivings yeah. about does this group of ostensibly heroic people really want to help us devil <laughs> worshippers but we can allay that to an extent That she will believe that we are doing it, maybe not for them, but for the sake of the children. Absolutely. Give her something Mm -hmm. to believe in.
6: She probably Mm -hmm. thinks that we're a lot more money focused than we actually are.
2: Yes, Yes, could be. As you're leaving one of the nimble rights just kind of wanders in and just starts to serve lunch to them. Because because they, they're gonna stay at the table and have lunch.
5: Yeah, no reason why they should stop.
2: Yeah, exactly, right. So nimble right just starts to be a little servant thing and the rest of you go to leave. As you're leaving, you're walking through the front courtyard and the little girl, a uh, little girl with her sort of golden locks and little slightly tan skin, wanders up to Nick, her hands clutched in front of her and she says, I got you this as a thank you for the magic trick. And she holds forward, and there's a beautiful butterfly. Mm -hmm. You can't take it, of course, but you can look at it before you leave. I
4: will make a big show of inspecting it.
2: Okay, you do. That's it.
4: That's (laughs) it. It's a a butterfly. Thank her. Beautiful.
2: Letting me see the beautiful butterfly. She gives a little curtsy and runs off.
3: As she's holding out this butterfly, is there anything else that's weird about it? No, no. No. It's
2: it's, it's,
6: a child's gesture. It is not. It's a a, a little gesture. I I mean, Hurst was very interested in the butterfly enclosure just to see whether or not they were there of their own like if they'd been mm-hmm. cultivated there or if they'd been uh, sort of charmed there but that's it's about amazing, it like yeah. it's just like oh, yeah. i wonder that's cool
2: you leave you yeah. leave the castellanta villa
1: thanks for listening to shared sagas all music on the show is used under creative commons check the episode notes for full details